let's not overthink this. Buckeyes have been rolled. This is a decent hire for Tennessee. So I'm actually on FanDuel right now, locking in Gonzaga. Clemson's going to put up 55 points by themselves. I love this game. Big noon kickoff. We're going to throw some major money on this bet. I'm taking the over. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I'm taking the money line. I've got three bets uh, on this particular game. If you're going to bet with me, it's got to be good. That's right. It's time for my steak dinner boom lock of the week. Gentlemen, ready to go make our listeners some money? Hello, folks, and welcome back to Sports Bets Fun. Thank you for those listening to us live. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. And do us a favor. If you like the show, uh, tell us a friend and ask a friend to subscribe. You subscribe as well, too. We are Sports Bets Fun. And in addition to our podcast, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Sports Bets Fun for all the hot takes and picks that we drop off the air and throughout the week. I'm Maddie Money. Joining me is the rest of the crew. We have Mickey Sanrino, Scotty B. Good, and B. Locks. Gentlemen, you guys ready to get this show going? Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. So let's jump right in and let's talk about uh, our picks of the week. They've been just on fire this entire season. Uh, we are crushing it. They, over uh, the course of four weeks, our record is 40 and 20. That's a 66% win percentage. Ooh. And probably even more impressive Ooh. is overall we're plus 23.95 units. Uh, to put that in some context, a hundred dollar better is already up over twenty three hundred dollars. That's a big Pretty unit. impressive, gentlemen. So that's, we've been crushing it. Playing on house money. Absolutely, and that's Mickey, Blocks, Scotty, myself, and Charlie Cash. Those are we're doing three picks each week. Each each of us give three picks on our picks of the week each week, and uh, we're going to look to keep the momentum going again this week, fellas. So, um, but. Before we jump into this week, let's take a look back at last week's games, last week's bets. Uh, just you know, what surprised you? What stood out? What's something maybe to watch going forward? Blocks. Let me let me jump over to you first. Oh, hey, I tell you what the uh, the game that surprised me the most was that Nebraska Oklahoma game. Boy, uh, going into that, you know, depending on when you when you took a bet or if you took a bet on that, uh, Oklahoma was favored 17, 18, 19 points there. Uh, watching that game, Nebraska holding their own against uh, number three Oklahoma team there. Martinez, who's, uh, you know, absolutely had some issues in the past with uh, turnovers and, uh, you know, making some, some you know, decisions that, that, that weren't, uh, uh, weren't, weren't real advantageous there. Uh, he played a pretty clean game for, for Nebraska there. That defense held Oklahoma. Uh, one touchdown uh, game there in a position to, you know, possibly tie it and, uh, you know, maybe maybe go for two and even uh, even even take a shot at winning that game. So, I, you know, I kudos to to Scott Frost there and uh, and that Nebraska team for for showing some improvement there against uh, Oklahoma. But it, it leads one to believe here, you know, is is you know what is Oklahoma right now and 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 what is Nebraska right now, which is something I think we're going to explore here in the podcast. Absolutely, now that was definitely a surprising score. Uh, Mickey, what jumped out at you last week? You know, the way Michigan State just took it to Miami down in South Florida. I bet the under in that game. I had a couple of bets on Michigan State with the points. Had a little bet on the, the money line with the Spartans, too. But uh, the way they won that game and the way they took it over, Kenneth Walker, Michigan State's running back, he's a stud. Uh, Michigan State, are they for real, though? Because I look at that game. I look at the way Miami got throttled by Alabama in week one and, and you know, how they're performing against the spread in their games this season. Are they a fraud? Uh, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see Michigan State. They play Nebraska this week. That'll be one I know we're talking about. There's a couple of picks on in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that one That one stood out to me. Scotty, what what uh, what game stood out to you? Yeah, guys, I was sitting here. Uh, man, first thing that really jumps to mind is, is the Florida-Alabama game. And, uh, man, Alabama came out looking like world beaters, as they always do. But the way uh, Florida fought back and – 
kind of brought them back down to earth um, and, and just, you know, went, went, went nose to nose with these guys. I mean, it was a physical hard fought game and, you know, Florida showed a lot. They showed a lot in that game, um, a lot a lot of toughness, a lot of grit down there in the swamp. And it really surprised me the, the way they took a punch in the mouth and just kept fighting back with a couple of young quarterbacks, inexperienced quarterbacks. Um, so that surprised me. And then, yeah, we were going back and forth. And um, my main man, Mickey, he, he called it right on this one, the, the Auburn-Penn State game. Because I really thought Auburn was going to go down there and win that football game. Um, Bo Nix didn't perform badly, um, so <laughs> at least I can say that. He, he, he didn't come out and perform great, but, you know, he managed the game well. And, and what, again, another awesome game. That game could go either way, really, really coin toss right there between those two teams. Being at Penn State in the whiteout, it, it had an advantage. Um, but I did. I thought Auburn would, would go down there and be able to pull that win out. Um, so, so good job to, to Mickey calling that one and, and hard-fought win by Penn State. That's two on two 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 great wins now for Penn State and Wisconsin and now Auburn. Yeah, and Penn State was going to be my pick for sort of the surprise. And, you know, they were the favorite in that game, home game. Obviously, you could, you could see all that. But, Scotty, I was kind of – I think it's – you know, when we talked on the pod uh, last week, you know, kind of could see that going either – you know, for, for myself and B-Locks, we were talking about that potentially going either way. Scotty, you were high on Auburn. I ended up, I ended up placing some bets on Auburn uh, – uh, game day and uh, didn't hit those, but had the under, which basically washed all that out. But to me, it was how Penn State, uh, their quarterback, Sean Clifford, you know, we talked about how he's just hadn't impressed anyone, hadn't done anything. Well, he came out and he was lights out, and, and obviously Penn State's defense was solid. I thought the game was going to be Auburn holding Penn State to maybe a couple field goals, and it ended up being the other way around where, where Penn State held Auburn. Uh, to some field goals and then the turnover, uh, a weird turnover. I wouldn't really say Penn State forced it, um, you know, sort of the mishandling the ball on Auburn's end, but uh, Penn State's defense stepped up and, and made that. And to me, it's sort of, um, you know, how they won that, you know, they, they won a good solid game, you know, in a quality way. And it really kind of makes you look down the road and say, hey, if there's a team that can challenge Ohio State, um, you know, Penn State is looking like they're they're definitely rising up and and could be one of those in that matchup uh, on October thirtieth uh, at the shoe is going to be is definitely going to be a big one. So Penn what State for you, me, uh, but but all these ones uh, that you guys talked about, they're all uh, they all kind of opened some eyes a little bit. Yeah, Maddie, what what are you guys thinking about the Big Ten right now? I mean, who who's sitting in the catbird seat right now? Who who has got the heads up in this league right now, guys? I I still think it's Ohio State. Um, the team to beat. You know, they've they've got the most talent and they're going to have a few weeks to kind of, you know, they, they already took play calling away from uh, their defensive coordinator. And I think we saw a little bit better defense against Tulane last week. Um, first week of, I uh, forget who's calling plays now, but, uh, and, you know, we'll talk uh, maybe more about this a little bit later in the show, but, um, you know, they're starting QBs a little, little banged up. They're going to have their, second, third stringers uh, get some action, but they have the most talent. I, I still think at the end of the day, it's going to go through Columbus in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, can a Penn State knock them off? Certainly. Um, but I, I still think until the kill the until the until king is knocked off the hill, it's still his hill. <laughs> Mickey, I know you wanted to jump in. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you that it's Ohio State's, uh, they're still in the, the pole position, but Penn State, they're battle-tested this season. They look for real. If uh, you know, Michigan, Michigan looks like they might, they might have turned the corner, but we've seen the same thing out of Michigan annually for the last five years. So that's TBD, but Michigan state's another team that, uh, you know, they don't have the same athletes that they have in Columbus and in, and in uh, state college, but the big 10 East, if, if there was a year where Ohio state looks a little wounded, uh, this could be the year that someone rises up. The locks and looking at the West on that. Iowa's really seem seem to have emerged. Obviously, Wisconsin's been a perennial contender. A lot of people thought Nebraska the last few years might might step up. They really haven't. It, it kind of looks like it's Iowa's show this year. You know, Northwestern creeps up every few years like they did last year. But would you agree that it's pretty much Iowa's Iowa's show this year in the West? Yeah, I think you're you're looking at Iowa and Wisconsin again. Uh, no, uh, Northwestern this year is is young. Uh, they're uh, they're struggling to kind of find out uh, who they are as a football team right now. So. Uh, Iowa with that uh, kind of marquee win over Iowa State early on, which was, you know, to be fair, it was pretty decisive. Uh, Iowa, Iowa looked real good in that game, uh, and you know, for Wisconsin, there's not a whole lot 
there's not a whole lot of information for us to, to make a decision up until this week, which we're, we're certainly going to talk about here uh, pretty soon with that Wisconsin-Notre Dame matchup. But, yeah, uh, I, Iowa's got to be looking uh, pretty good in that division right now. Excellent. So we are going to uh, – Mickey, we'll jump into the teasers, dogs, and props in one second, but I would be remiss, and I know you'd be disappointed if I didn't mention – we'll wrap up this picks of the week. Uh, Mickey is – Still in first place. Uh, he has a nine and three record. Belox also has a nine and three record, but with some of Mickey's picks, some of the odds and the lines on those, he is up. Actually, a pretty, uh, pretty big nine point three six units up, Mickey. So kudos to that hundred dollar <laughs> better picking. Just your picks would almost be up a thousand dollars. So mm, very off impressive. to a hot start this year. But you guys know I'm the most humble guy on the podcast. I'm not going to remind you as we go that I'm in the lead of this competition. Uh, that would that would just you know that would be a little too little too uh, out of my comfort realm. But yeah, it's been a great start, and you know nine and three in first place. Almost got a three unit lead on B locks, and uh, you know definitely wow. uh, definitely uh, you know at the uh, quarter mark of the season, looking pretty good. Well, the tie can turn pretty quick. You know, you have one week where you go one and two, maybe miss your two-unit play, or, you know, heaven forbid, no and three. But fortunately, all of us are up. or all got winning records. Uh, Scotty, though, man, I know it's go time for you. You had a good, strong week last week going two and one, um, kind of uh, getting back in the fold. Are you going to make another run this week? Yeah, three no this week, guys. You know, I, I told you, gentlemen, last week, I'm, I'm kind of tired of playing around with you all on this stuff. So. <laughs> It's it's go time. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop putting bets on here for 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 our listeners and and for you gentlemen that uh, that I'm, I'm gonna you know I go with my gut and sometimes I like to also go with my heart. So I'm gonna start removing those heart picks and I'm gonna start going with solely Scotty B Goods gut picks and those are always good picks. So, so let, just, let me trans- coming, let me bro. let me translate to our listeners. That means Scotty will never be picking Tennessee uh, <laughs> the rest of the way. Yeah. <laughs> to cover <laughs> don't, or yeah, money line. Yeah. Don't, look for, don't look for Tennessee. And don't, I don't even know if you're going to be looking for SEC picks. I'm just going to stay away from that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, man. Well, I, dude, I, I, I hear you on that. So anyways, let's, let's move on. Mickey, take us into the teasers, dogs, and props. Yeah, so we got some good ones this week. Uh, games that we're looking at here in, the, in this section. You know, start with teasers. Uh, you know, I got a, I got a nice four leg NFL teaser that I bought six points on, moved it to plus 240. Uh, Chiefs and Bills each tease, tease both of those down to minus one versus Chargers and football team, respectively. I feel like those are the, the sweeteners in that. Colts tease that up to 10 and a half. Uh, they're going down to Tennessee. I, I think that, uh, that 10 and a half, move it past that key 10 point line is, is good there. And, uh, the Bengals going into Pittsburgh. Big Ben's a little dinged up. T.J. Watts dinged up. Uh, the Steelers haven't looked good this season, and the Bengals' defense is much improved. Getting nine points there, I'm, I'm excited about this teaser. Uh, Maddie, I know, I know you got uh, a couple teasers out there. What, what do you got for the crowd today? Yeah, well, with the uh, Ohio State and Tennessee, you know, last week um, Tennessee was playing Tennessee Tech. That I didn't see him in FanDuel, so I. Couldn't do another iteration of the Buckeye volunteer teaser. And this is where I look at the Ohio State game. I look at the Tennessee game. And I, I do this for my my buddy, Scotty B. Good. And I, I pick a teaser that that has those two two games involved. So, Scotty, unfortunately, this week I'm calling – I'm nicknaming this teaser. And I'm calling it <laughs> Underwhelmed. And really, I mean, let's be honest. The Buckeyes, the volunteers, they've underwhelmed expectations. You know, Hypo coming into Tennessee – you know, uh, they, they, they've been okay. And, and, and maybe being a first year, maybe they haven't really had super high expectations. But from the Buckeye standpoint, they, they definitely underwhelmed, given all the talent that they had uh, uh, stocked up. So underwhelmed, what I'm doing, I'm teasing the total points in each game, plus five. And I'm going to take the under in each game. So what that looks like is that's Ohio State versus Akron. Uh, the, the, under, the total points is... 66 and a half and i'm teasing that up five points to 71 and a half take the under and then with tennessee florida 63 and a half points is getting teased up to 68 and a half and we're taking the under there and uh, uh that's what i'm that's what i'm rolling with uh scotty so tell me your thoughts on on that one um golly 
Teasing, teasing the points in these games plus five, Matty Money, it still makes me nervous. And so, like, you know, we'll dig into this Tennessee-Florida game a little bit later. But for Tennessee, I think that, you know, if, if Joe Milton, it looks like he's going to be getting the start, if he just hits a couple of those long balls, right? I mean, that, that could be a high-scoring game. And, again, we'll dig into that a little bit later. And then, golly, it's – is Ohio State going to keep their foot on the gas? Are they going to come out and – when are they going to let up? That's 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 the question there, right? Um, are they going to get up by 45 and then take it easy? Is Akron hey, – eight and Ohio State's defense has, has been your question mark, right? And they've not performed, right, great all season long. So that's that's your fear there. And the zip's going to come up and zip it around and score – have a few scores, you know? Well, let me You're tell you – making me nervous, Maddie's. Yeah, happening? well, let me tell you. I got plus 137 on this. But let, let me tell you a little bit about the Buckeyes because this is going to kind of tee up a, a pick that I get to later in the show. But I mentioned Ohio State's taking play callings away uh, from their from their D coordinator. They had a, a different Kirk guy Kirk. call him last week. Yeah, and uh, um, you guys called him last week. We call him this week. So I think the defense, we're going to see that button down a little bit. But then here's the big news. C.J. Stroud has uh, been banged up. He's out. And they're going to rotate their second and third string quarterback is what it looks like, or at least split the time between them. So I think we're going to see a heavy dose of the run game. Uh, Strabian Henderson, freshman, is, is ridiculous. But Ohio State can put up some points. I don't think Akron is going to score as many as I think a lot of people do. You know, I, I've seen on Twitter some people think they're going to put up 21 points or something like that. I don't. I, I think we're going to see the defense do something a little bit different this time around. But anyways, that's my take on that with Florida and Tennessee. I just think a rivalry game. I just think Tennessee is going to keep it closer. Maybe Florida comes out a little, yeah. little quicker. And but, I, do, uh, I think I think Florida will try to control the ball on that man. They're 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 not throwing it down the field. They're they're. they're I mean, against Alabama, they ran the ball and they ran it consistently. So if they're doing that as they did against them, then slow the pace down a little bit. Yeah. Well, and then uh, um. The other thing I'll just just share real quick, Mickey, and, and then we can move on to to the dogs. Is I got a I got a just kind of nicknaming the big dog teaser, and what I did with the uh, it's kind of sharing it with you guys uh, a couple days ago. I went through and I picked some pretty massive uh, underdogs. They're all like 20, 30 point spreads in the in this game. I got seven of them, and I teased it up. 11 points right so good two scores right so i got bowling green i got ohio uh colorado state uh rutgers tennessee akron and louisiana monroe and and let me just read these off to you but bowling green plus 42 ohio plus 25 and a half colorado state 34 and a half rutgers 31 and a half tennessee 29 and a half akron 60 and a half Louisiana Monroe, 35 and a half. So I got plus 33 on this. There's seven of them in there. Obviously, that's pretty tough. But the general thinking, as I was kind of telling you guys earlier this week, is, I mean, these teams are going to get blown out. Uh, if the favorite team covers the spread or doesn't cover the spread, that's one thing. But add another 11 points on top of that where you're already up 30 points. Maybe the foot comes off the gas and you don't win by 41 or 42. You win by 37. Uh, that's the take on that at plus 33. I was looking at that. I was like, you know what? I'll take a flyer and see how this does this week, you know? So that's what I got boys. Yeah. Looking good. Good stuff, brother. I like that. Let's move on to dogs who, uh, you know, we got a, a few dogs that we're looking at that we think have a shot to, to win the money line bet win straight up this week. Uh, Scotty, I'm going to kick it to you. I know this is a game you've been talking about a lot uh, in our texturing and something I'm excited to watch tomorrow, too, taking place down in Dallas. How about you tell us about your dog this week? Yeah, guys, um, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch this game. And, and, and for my dog of the week, guys, I'm going to Arkansas. Um, right now, it's uh, – um, the, the line's moved around a little bit right now. I think it's plus five and a half right now, actually. Um, so, given Arkansas – um, five and a half points. They're playing down in Dallas. Um, so uh, as far as neutral side, the crowd's probably going to be around 50-50. I mean, Arkansas is going to travel. I know it's there in, in Texas, but I mean, 60-40 crowd. So it's, it's not going to be overwhelming. You know, it's not going to be too crazy of an environment. And guys, listen, Texas A&M's not looked that great this year, man. You know, they've, they've won a couple close nail biters against inferior opponents. Um, uh, it's confirmed that their starting quarterback is out again. He's going to be out for a few more weeks, apparently, in Haynes King. He's out, and uh, Calzada's in. Um, l- listen, he, he's not an impressive quarterback. And out of all the SEC teams so far, um, I'm most impressed 
by Arkansas, right? You, you saw what they did to, to Texas at home. Um, they've got a lot of momentum right now, man. He, he, Pittman's got them. He, they're playing hard. There's a lot of energy around the, with the fan base and with that team right now. And I, I feel like they're going to come in. They're going to carry that in this game. And, guys, I, I think um, – Listen, I've got a couple bets going on this one. One on the spread because I, I absolutely feel 100% confident at least Arkansas will cover that spread because I'm telling you, this is a, this is a money line. This is a money line bet for me, a dog that I think Arkansas is going to pull that win. They're going to pull out that win. Nice. I love that. You know, I love the culture Sam Pittman's building. Offensive yeah. line coach coming in, winning in the trenches. Kendall Bryles calling plays. You know, that old Baylor offense uh, is pretty dynamic in the run game. And uh, their defense, Lee Perry Odom, you know, he was a former head coach as well in the SEC. So they got they got a good coach. I like, I like what they're doing down there. Guys, look uh, at the – I mean, look at the SEC West right now, guys, with Arkansas now on the upswing. And now you got Ole Miss. Man, they're they're a contender. And we're going to start talking about Ole Miss as a – I mean, dude, they, they're a dark horse for the national championship now. I mean, they I think they've proven it. So, wow, that conference and, and being in the West out there, that's that's rough, man. We'll know about Ole Miss next week when they go yeah, and they take on Bama. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dogs. We're looking at uh, – Maddie, who's, who's your dog this week? Well, you know, I don't have. I don't have a lot a, of dogs this week, as you've already stated. But who's <laughs> yeah, your money dog? I'll give you one. So, um, I don't have any money on this game, but it's one I'm going back and forth on, and, I, and I'm, it's kind of intriguing. That's Nebraska plus four and a half. I just kind of wonder if they're feeling a little up after. You know, I, I know they lost Oklahoma, but you know they had that abysmal start against Illinois, but their defense looks solid, and we saw that uh, proven against Oklahoma. And Belox, you were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. You know, Martinez kind of looking a little better. Um, you know, could this be a scenario? You, you, we see this a lot. Like every year, there's always a few teams like this. They just come out and throw a big clunk or the first or second week of the season, but then they sort of right the ship a little bit as they go on. And uh, the Michigan State, like, are they for real? They're playing great football. I think Miami was overrated, um, and they did have those couple turnovers and kudos to Michigan state um, solidly, you know, coming out and winning that, but that was, that was a 17, 14 game and like in the third quarter or something like that uh, before a couple turnovers really kind of opened up. But um, is this sort of maybe a little, a, a week where maybe Michigan state's reading their headlines and, and Nebraska, you know, solid defense. If they can, if they have a good game plan, can shut them down. And, you know, Martinez is capable of playing really well. He can, he can also throw a clunker too, but uh this looks like one where maybe, you know, I, I, I'm kind of leaning to Nebraska. I just haven't put a play on it yet. Now, you know, that's an interesting one. Who, who's going to have the letdown, right? Nebraska is improving, but they haven't gotten over the hump. But today, are they emotionally uh, drained after last week? And it's Michigan State. I mean, they, had a, they went down and, and punched Miami in the mouth. Is that who they are as a team? Or is, is that another game where they're, they're emotional and two-point reading the headlines? I, that'll be an interesting one to watch. Uh, is uh, it got is Michigan State for real, right? I mean, like, how good is this team? And, and that's I'm looking at this Nebraska game, and I a couple questions is Oklahoma for real? You know, are, are they as are they as bad as they've looked? You know, especially on on the defensive side of the ball. And then the next question is is Michigan State good? And because that's really what we're comparing Nebraska to here, right? The the Nebraska Oklahoma game they came out fought their tail off, played well. Um, but the big question is, well, if Oklahoma is not really that great, they're overrated. Well, then. Actually, how good is Nebraska? And then on the other side, right, is, you know, Michigan State's coming in and, and they're winning these games, but we're still – I'm still sitting here thinking, man, do they, are they really good? Like, are they going to come out – This is t- that's a tough game for me, man. Yeah, I hear that. B-Locks, what are you looking at from a dog standpoint? Hey, I'm, I'm kind of uh, – the, the games that you guys all, all, all talked about uh, and, and the questions that you guys – uh, presented there are, are, are the same questions that I've been asking myself and I know that, that we've been kind of talking about throughout the course of the week here uh, but again uh, you know you know what what kind of team is Nebraska because uh, hey I'm trying to figure out if Oklahoma is is really the number three team in the country right now because I, you know watching them through through three weeks of football here uh, I, I got I got to admit I mean it, when we're looking at, at, at a top three team here I I'm not seeing it up until this point. And does that mean Nebraska is, is better than what we thought they were? Or does that mean that Oklahoma is not quite where they, they are? And, and I tell you what, I, I mean, leading into kind of the dog situation here, I'm not going to come out here and tell you that, that, that West Virginia is going to beat Oklahoma next week like Andre Ware did if you watched the, uh, the uh, Virginia game not too long ago. <laughs> but 
I am going to tell you that 17 points in, in West Virginia is something to consider here, and it's something that I'm going to take a look at, and, and I'm probably going to end up taking those points. Uh, West Virginia, a, a gritty West Virginia team that's that's looked pretty darn good this year uh, against Oklahoma here, and, and I'm pretty sure this is, is played in Morgantown, and Mickey, it's not easy to play in Morgantown, is it? No, I learned my lesson last week with Virginia Tech as my, my <laughs> upset, but, but B-Locks, I thought you were – I thought you were going to go West Virginia on the money line. I was about to start calling you Big Balls B-Locks for a second there. No, but, not, not, not that big. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I like that, though, B-Locks. I might have to jump on that train yeah. and tell that West Virginia with the points. Yeah, yeah. I've, got, um, I've got more, like, you know, guys, when we get into our picks, we'll, I'll, you'll still be more about that later from Scotty B. Good. But um, the, the game is in Oklahoma. If, if the game were in West Virginia – I would do. I would be. I would be on that money line. That's uh, that's a that's a great that's a great call, B. Locks, and and I like that pick right there, bro. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on our picks. I want to talk a bit more about that one for sure. All right. All right, and I got one. I got one for you guys. The Toledo Rockets. We're talking about action. Toledo Rockets are heading to Ball State. Speaking of balls, the you know Toledo struggled. Toledo struggled in months here on the road, and especially in Ball State's a, a competitive team. They won the MAC last year. Toledo uh, they struggled last week, losing to Colorado State. Uh, you know, Ball State struggled losing to Penn State and Wyoming in back to back weeks. But you know, I think this is a bounce back game, and Toledo is definitely on upset alert. Uh, it's four and a half right now, but I, I think it might be moving, might be moving to five, five and a half uh, with the money that's coming in on Toledo here, but. Uh, I like the I like Ball State as my my dog. More on that later in the show, but that, that's a pick I like. So you're a big Ball State fan. I, you know, I just uh, <laughs> I respect respect what they got going on. <laughs> All right, what's next? Does anybody, so does anyone have a prop this week? I, I you know I was I was scouring some of the NFL games and and there's really nothing that stood out to me that I was jumping. I know we're going to have some same game parlay action going on Sunday that we'll be texting about. But uh, yeah, I got I got, I got a prop. I got a prop, and that's the uh, over under on uh, Maddie outperforming Mickey in the picks of the week this week, <laughs> and uh, that's going to be a minus one fifty for you. Just That's just right. to get that out there, you're going to lose. A, you're going to lose one hundred fifty dollars in your picks, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so yeah, no, we don't have any props. Let's let's uh, jump jump on to something else. Or Scotty Belox, you guys have any any props or anything you saw that you know kind of jumped out at you? No, no props. I I really really like the NFL uh, slate of games this week, and I, I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But I, but I don't have any particular props that are jumping out. I'm yeah, I tell you what, uh, Christian McCaffrey going down on Thursday oh. night football probably crushed a lot of people's. I had a little bit of action, not a lot, but uh, he was tied into a parlay. Needed him to get like 50 yards rushing. And, uh, right. You know, Listen, guys, the best way to do these prop bets is go look at your fantasy football team, pick a couple players, go throw some prop bets on them. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, let's jump into, um, on the college football side, the games of interest. Um there's a few big games, not a ton, but a few. Um, and let's start with let's start with the Jack Cone Bowl, Notre Dame, Ooh. number twelve versus Wisconsin, number eleven. And Mickey, you're telling me this is at Soldier Field, right? Yes, Ooh. sir. So, in your neck of the woods, you going to the game? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, Wisconsin is uh, giving up five and a half points. I believe that uh, that opened there was uh, it opened at three, got up to Wisconsin minus six and a half. It's now Wisconsin minus five and a half. Total points forty five and a half. That's come down from forty six and a half, I believe. Yep. Blocks. When you look at this, man, um, I mean, you watch these teams closely this, this year a few times. What uh, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, Maddie! I tell you what, of of all the games uh, being played on Saturday, this is the one that I'm most looking forward to. Uh, so many different storylines here in in this particular game. You mentioned the the Jack Cohen Bowl, right? Uh, Graham Mertz, Jack Cohen, you know, former te- teammates at, at Wisconsin. Now they're playing against each other. Uh, you know, huge game here at Soldier Field, neutral field. Uh, there's so much about this game that that I like and that that I want to learn from watching it. 
you know, in terms of who Notre Dame is and who Wisconsin is, because let's face it here, Wisconsin, we saw them uh, lose a really tough one to Penn State week one. And then we watched them play Eastern Michigan, which was not much of a contest. And then they were off next week. So they've had two plus weeks to, to, to prep for Notre Dame here. And then you've got Notre Dame who, who were trying to figure out who they are, you know, with the, the defensive struggles that they've had running that, uh, you know, new scheme by Marcus Freeman and, and this, uh, this, this multiple defense here that they've got. Uh, and, and how is that going to mesh here with Wisconsin, who wants to load up the box and play with one, two tight ends, a, a fullback, an H-back? Uh, this is, uh, these are two teams that I think that, uh, you know, offensively, uh, they're, they're defensive nightmares for the, for the opposing team here. Uh, I don't, I don't like the matchup between Wisconsin or, or, you know, sorry, I should rephrase that, but Wisconsin's offense matches up really well against Notre Dame's defense. And I think on the opposite side of that, Notre Dame's offense is going to match up pretty well against uh, that Badger, that very tough Badger defense, you know, in terms of the Badgers being really strong against the run, but a little bit suspect in the uh, in the defensive backfield there. And then on the opposite side there with the Badger front, uh, you know, front there against kind of a suspect Notre Dame front seven and stopping the run. So, hey, I'm, I'm looking at this game and, and, and really uh, I'm. I'm excited to see what's going to happen here. And I, I know we've got some picks about this later on, uh, but, uh, you know, feel free to jump in here with any uh, comments that you guys have on this game because I think it's going to be a great one. You know, B-Locks, we were talking, uh, we were talking just a little bit ago about this one. And, you know, I think we're on the same page. You know, I, I, I wonder what Graham Mertz is going to show up. I, I like Notre Dame to cover, but, but Wisconsin to win this game. And, and the reason why is, you know, I feel like this will be the first game Notre Dame has played since the opening night against Florida state where they're emotionally charged to come out and make an impact. We saw in the first half of that game, they, they dominated. Now Florida state apparently is absolutely garbage, but you, they didn't get up for Toledo. That was Toledo Super Bowl, and Purdue last week. Well, Purdue and Notre Dame were about equal in yards gained and all that. Notre Dame made plays and, and they kept that they they closed that game out late. Uh, I, I think Graham Mertz is going to be a turnover machine. He, he hasn't he he has been all year. He's made a bunch of mistakes, uh, not all year, but you know going back to the middle of last season, he's made a lot of mistakes. And I think the uh, Notre Dame secondary has been been turnover uh, turnover hungry this year. So I like Notre Dame and the points, but you make some excellent excellent observations about the liner scrimmage and if Wisconsin owns a liner scrimmage on both sides of the ball, that's going to be very tough for Notre Dame to uh, hit those big plays in the downfield in the play action game. Excellent. Well, it'll be definitely be a fun one to watch. I know that's one I'm excited to check out as well too. So, um, and I do think uh, we do have some picks on this later. Is that correct gentlemen? Or are we dropping yes. something now later? All right. Let's jump on to we got a couple games in SEC world, Scotty. So first one, do you want to do Texas and Arkansas first, or do you want to do the Florida Tennessee one first? Your your call, Scotty. Uh, let's roll with Texas and Arkansas first. All right, we'll save we'll save the alma mater for the, last, for the grand man. finale. Yeah. So Texas A&M enters at number seven, um, Arkansas number sixteen. They look good so far. Arkansas is getting four and a half points. Total is 46 and a half. Um, AMM, AM hasn't been as, as dominant as they were last year. They did have their starting quarterback get injured uh, game one against Colorado. Uh, but they have a really strong defense, still ranked really high. And then uh, Arkansas, you know, that whooping they put on Texas kind of, you know, uh, gave everyone notice that uh, I believe it's Coach Pittman's second season. Uh, these, these hogs are showing up this year so scotty when you look at this and you're in the sec land what do you what do you see yeah guys we, we talked we touched on it a little bit earlier but man I, i'm really liking arkansas in this game and um you know looking at that the point total there 46 and a half just it kind of jumped off the page to me honest i hadn't really looked at that and i i feel like 46 and a half seems a little low they're they're playing there and you know in dallas um and like I was saying, the, the, so the crowds, the home field advantage is not necessarily going to be there, man. It's but it's a big game, you know. This is a CBS game, man. It's a three o'clock CBS game. A um, and on their backup quarterback, like we talked about. There's a lot of hype around this Arkansas team right now, and guys, I've just 
I'm not heard a lot about Texas A&M. Like you mentioned it, Maddie. Like they've not played anybody this year, and they barely squeaked by a Colorado team that's just man. It's just a that's a bad team. Um, we don't know how good Texas is, but man, Arkansas looked great against them. I'll tell you that. And so, yeah, guys, that's for me. Um, this is the bet here. Listen, an easy win is Arkansas on the points, right? Um, go out a little bit further, Arkansas money line, guys. I, I'm still confident in that pick. And looking at this line, man, I'm I'm liking the over. I'm liking the over in this 46 and a half. I really do. This, this seems like this seems. I feel like Arkansas is going to put up some points, and um, I, I see this being a golly, man. I see this being a 35, you know, to 35, 28 game, 35, 27 game, something like that. Arkansas. What are you guys thinking, man? Yeah, I, I I liked Arkansas when you know seeing this and and kind of talking with you and that over. I, I have a play on the over actually in this game. I, I I'm with you. I think there's going to be some points scored and kind of to your point, being a neutral field um, kind of negates any kind of potential home field advantage. So 46. I mean, you're talking you know this 28, 24, 31, 28 type game. Um, but I like Arkansas and and I also uh, well I'll drop these. I I, I have a play on Arkansas with the points and I got to play on Ar- a small play on Arkansas money line. Nice. What's Elox, Mickey, yeah. you guys have any thoughts on this? I'm with you on the, uh, uh, on both of these. Uh, I, I, I put a, a small bet on the, uh, on the money line here, Arkansas. And, uh, I put a couple of units on the, uh, Arkansas, uh, taking the points here. I'm, I'm also taking the, I'm, I'm on the over here as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really with you on, on this. I like Arkansas. I think this is a, a team that's, uh, that's, that's overachieved. This has been kind of one of the, one of the fun teams to, to follow because of, uh, the, the way that they've played early on. And, and, and again, A&M really has given me no reason to believe that they are, uh, capable of, of, of winning the big game here. I mean, uh, they're, they're, they, they've really been underwhelming so far. Well, yeah, and, and they're on their number two quarterback, so I, right. I think that's a, a huge thing. So, yeah, I look, but at also, some, I look at some trends in this one, too. A&M's won nine of the last ten, but uh, Arkansas, the last three years, they've, they've covered each year. So this is an Arkansas team that's playing Texas A&M historically tougher than they're expected to. Uh, but this is an Arkansas team, as you guys have talked about, coming in this year with confidence, and they're playing disciplined football. So that's uh, – uh, the more Scotty talks about, the more that I'm excited about tailing his bet because I, I, everything I hear about Arkansas and everything I hear about A&M suggests Arkansas is going to put up quite the fight. Excellent. Uh, well, big game, big game. We'll be watching that. Like you said, Scotty, it's a CBS show down there. But also in the SEC, we have Tennessee entering unranked and traveling to the swamp playing number 11, Florida. Florida is an 18.5 point favorite total in this is 63 and a half now normally i would go straight to scotty and we'd say scotty break this one down for us but before we do that scotty i just want to quickly go around and be mickey and myself give one one thing one nugget one thing don't go too deep into it but uh just one nugget that you think will play out in this or, or will be a factor in this game uh mickey we'll start with you Florida played Alabama last week, emotionally charged atmosphere at the Swamp. Florida left a lot on the field. Actually made Alabama look vulnerable. How up are they going to be to take on Tennessee? Well, I think Florida is going to win the game at 18 and a half. You know, I'm, I'm thinking Tennessee is going to be coming into this game emotionally at a higher, higher level than you're going to see from Florida. B-Locks. Uh, Joe Milton coming back and uh, how – how many points is he going to be able? You know, how many points is he worth in this game? Uh, in in terms of the over under here. Yeah, and and I'm with you on this. This sort of look at the over under. I think this is a rivalry game. There's going to be a lot of energy. It's Heupel's first season. You know, looking for a signature win. Might not get it here, but I think I think the boys are going to be amped up, ready to play. I think that plays well into the under. Uh, and also sort of Mickey, what you're talking about from Florida's standpoint, maybe coming off that Alabama, maybe they start a little flat, but Scotty, tell us why we're right or why we're wrong or what we missed. <laughs> Man, you guys all make great points. You, you really do. Well, you know, the, the line opened at 20, it moved to 18 and a half and I just checked it again and it's back to 20. 
Um, so it looks like money came out of Tennessee back on Florida. Guys, it, you know, uh, I love Mickey's point. Listen, back-to-back games to, to come in and try to match that intensity again that they played at Alabama, well, that's that's not going to happen, right? So so what type of intensity are they going to have? Uh, if, if I think a few, few key points of interest on this game, guys, is quarterback – um, position there for the Gators. Is it going to be Emory Jones? Is it going to be Anthony Richardson, the phenomenal true freshman? Um, are they going to be splitting snaps? There's some off-the-field issues going on there, so is there a little distraction? Um, it's my understanding that their best cornerback, um, Florida's best cornerback, uh, Kier Elam, he's out. So is that, going to, is that going to give us some opportunities downfield? And, guys, you talked about it too. You hit on Joe Milton. Um, it's going to come to – he's the X factor, okay? If um, – I love what Heupel's doing with that offense. I love the play calls. He's got open wide receivers. We've not been able to hit them. So if, if Tennessee can come out and hit a couple of those deep balls, a couple of those plays, they're going to be there. Those plays are going to be there. And, it, and if they can execute that and Joe Milton can make those plays, um, we got T- Tyon Evans back, our starting running back. He's been out the last couple of weeks. He's our best back by a mile, and he's an incredible player. Cooper Mays, our, you know, our center, he's back starting the game. So we got some key players back. Um, Man, my initial thought, guys, on this game was Tennessee can't cover the spread. As the week's gone on um, and as more information has come back, and I'm seeing the players getting healthy. I'm on the I'm on the fence, but I do. I think they I think they covered the spread. I do. And it comes down, dude, I saw something so funny. They said, send Joe Milton over to Afghanistan. He'll overthrow the Taliban. <laughs> That's great. Oh, dear. <laughs> He can overthrow the Taliban. So, dude, <laughs> hey, it comes down to him, guys. If, if he comes up, plays ball, makes good passes, Tennessee's got a shot. They'll, if he makes plays, um, they'll cover the spread. If, if he can be consistent, then they can keep it close. Excellent. Um, we'll be watching that one, too. Um, Mickey, what's your pick, bro? What were you saying that pick was? Where, where are you going? I got Tennessee in the points. I, I, I think Florida's going to win the game. I think it's going to be a much closer game than, than the, uh, the line is. And, and I, if I was a, a betting man, which I am, I would be putting my money on Tennessee. I got it at 18 and a half the other day. I'm actually debating making another bet at 20 and a half, just a hedge. But uh, I, I, I just think Florida, again, coming off of Alabama, that's, that's going to be an emotional – it's going to be tough for them to re- regain that emotional strength at the beginning of the game. I think Tennessee is going to come out fired up. Love it, dude. Well, let's jump to the NFL. Mickey, why don't you run us through these games? Yeah, checked in with our, our, our resident NFL guru, Johnny Dogs, uh, and got his picks this week. You know what? He had a rough week two, but uh, he's on to week three. Check out all of his notes and action and write-ups at sportsbetsfun.com. Follow him on Twitter at, at jdogs312. Uh, but, you know, here's who he's liking this week. And, and you know, after I, I, I talk about his picks, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it to kick it to you guys to, uh, to, to give what you're thinking. I know some of you guys like some of these games as well. But the first one that, that, that Dogs has is the Saints going to New England on Sunday afternoon. He's got the Saints plus three is his pick. Bounce back game for the Saints. He has more trust in Peyton and, and Jameis than Belichick and Mac Jones. Uh, I uh, that's one I'm staying away from. Belocks, uh, you were talking about this earlier. What are your thoughts here? Uh, I, I no, uh, Mickey. Actually, I'm 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 exactly with you on that. Uh, stay away from this because uh, so far we have seen uh, two different uh, Jameis Winston's. It's uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde here. Uh, which one's going to come out uh, this week? Uh, I have no idea, so I- I'm with you on this one. I'm staying away from this game. Here's one that, that I like a lot, and uh, I'm with Johnny Dogs on. He's got the Raiders at home, three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dolphins team traveling uh, traveling out from Miami without their starting quarterback. They're going to have Jacoby Brisket or Jacoby Brisket, Jacoby Brissett in the action. I like to call him J- Jacoby Brisket because I like barbecue. <laughs> The solid backup, but that Raiders D, that Raiders pass rush this year has been really aggressive getting after quarterbacks. Max Crosby's been been huge for them, and Derek Carr's been impressive. So this is one I love. Mickey, I absolutely love this bet. I love this bet so much that this is going to be part of, uh, again, our SBF parlay, which hit last week, which I know we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. But, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I am I am with you on this one. This is a great pick. Raiders minus three and a half here. I think it's going to be – I think in a same game parlay or something like that, I might even tease this up to, to, to six and a half points here. Uh, I got a lot of confidence in the Raiders here 
to beat the Dolphins in Las Vegas. So I love this pick. Yeah, I think the Raiders are looking like the real deal this year. Uh, they, they've kind of been a little bit of a, a smoke and mirrors team with Gruden early in seasons before they fade. But uh, I like what I've seen of them beating the Ravens, going into Pittsburgh and beating the Steelers. They look good through two weeks. Uh, the next one might be might be the game of the week, just with the, 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 the pomp and circumstance around it. The Buccaneers go into the Rams. Uh, the, the Rams, Johnny Dog thinks the Rams, not the Buccaneers, may be the team to beat in the NFC. So long as the Rams avoid any injuries to their stars, they're built to win this year. Antonio Brown's going to be out of this one. Uh, he's having a great year so far for Tampa Bay, but he's on the COVID list. Uh, Johnny Dogs is on the home dog. The cross-country game versus the bonafide contender is going to be a tough one for the Bucs. I'm on the Rams as well. I'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, Rams getting a point and a half. Uh, anyone else got action on this one? Oh, I, I got action on this one as well. This is a, a big NFL week for me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking the Rams here as well. Uh, again, uh, Antonio Brown is out of this game. Uh, that 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 gives me a lot more faith in that Rams defense, which last year was one of the best in the league. Uh, and, boys, I tell you what, over-under on this, 55 and a half, two of the best defenses in the uh, NFL I don't know that 55 and a half I'm, I'm, I'm really liking the under on that boys yeah that's that's gonna be interesting I'm definitely one that I'm gonna make appointment TV to watch on yeah, on that's Sunday must, must watch TV right there that's mm-hmm. gonna be an awesome game Scotty here's one Johnny Dogs has few Titans getting five at home or giving five at home versus the Colts Similar to the Raiders pick, the Titans are probably going to play against the backup QB. And if they don't play against the backup QB, they're going to play against Carson Wentz with two sprained ankles. That, that actually means uh, – that might mean late hammer on uh, the Titans if Carson Wentz is in there. Uh, he was awful last year. He, he's been pretty bad this year to start the season. Titans uh, – Titans, uh, the favorite with five points at home versus the Colts. Scott, do you like this one or no? Man – my knee-jerk reactions, yeah, I'd take that all day long. But golly, man, the the, the Colts – I've seen the Colts beat the Titans come in, come into Nashville to Nissan Stadium and beat the Titans with bad teams, man. It's like they've got bad mojo over us, man. So it, it's like we got we got to break the curse. There's like a curse, and the Colts always seem to beat us. Um, Titans are the much better talented team, guys, and it's a different team this year, and as it was last year when they started when they beat up on the Colts last year. So um, I think that's a great bet. I'm I'll, I'm actually going to place a unit on that. And I didn't get to chime in earlier. I really like your guys' take on that Raiders. But the, out, of, out of this list that we're looking at here, we're going over with Johnny Dogs. I'm going to take the Titans, and I'm going to take the Raiders. And then one more game that I like that I threw on here is Justin Fields' first start. Bears at Browns. Browns are favored by 7.5. Total on this one's 44.5. Fields making his first start against a a good Browns front seven is going to be a tall task. But they have been unimpressive last week against the Texans. They they obviously came out hot against the Chiefs in week one before blowing that one. I think that you're going to see the Bears' defense play energized for Fields. I think he's going to make plays with his feet, move the chains. Browns are going to probably run the ball a lot, too, just because uh, the Bears' back seven is pretty solid against the pass. Uh, I like the Bears with the points here, seven and a half, going into Cleveland. They're going to keep it close. Uh, B-Locks, I know you disagree. What's your take on this one? Uh, I'm, I'm on the opposite end here. I think this is a young quarterback, Justin Fields, his first true start in the NFL, going against one of the better defenses in the NFL against the Browns, a front four that – that is, you know, uh, arguably one of the one of the better ones in the AFC here, and I, I think uh, Justin Fields is going to struggle. I think the Browns, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I think the Bears are going to struggle to score points. Uh, I agree that the uh, the Bears have a good defense and are probably going to be able to at least for the first part of this game, probably neutralize some of the run game of the uh, of the Browns. But I think in the end, the Browns outlast them and end up winning this game by. 10 points yeah guys and, and one final game i was looking at there too is the cardinals arizona cardinals jacksonville jaguars arizona minus eight um i'm liking the cardinals on that um golly kyler murray he, he, he is he, he's looking like an mvp of the league right now and their defensive line at the cardinals is man they're they're a good they're a good football team 
Trevor Lawrence coming in, man, he rookie year, he he's not looking great right now. I'm not saying he's not going to be an incredible player down the road, but right now, man, he's he, he's scrambling around. That game's moving fast for him, and and dude, the Cardinals are they're a good football team, and I, I see them I see them covering that eight point spread. Scotty, I love that pick. I'm I'm absolutely with you on that one. I uh, agree with you on Kyler Murray. I I don't know if there's a better offense in the league than the uh, the Cardinals, at least at this point in the year. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of action this weekend. We're going to be tuned in on man between college on Saturday, NFL on Sunday. A lot of lot of action across the board that we love. Everyone out there, follow us on Twitter at Sports Bets Fun. See our picks, listen to the pod, download it, make money, tailing us. We win, you win. Uh, and speaking of making picks and making money, Maddie, I'm going to kick it back to you. It's time for us to, to start talking about our, our parlay and our weekly picks, huh? Yeah, yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, last week, we hit. We had a big one, too. I believe it was plus 994 odds. Um, let me just recap this. So. Uh, on Saturday, Scotty B. Good had Arkansas minus 23 over Georgia Southern, and I had Cincinnati versus Indiana over 49 and a half. Both those uh, won easily. Then on Sunday, B. Locks, Bills minus three versus the Dolphins. I think that was wrapped up by the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And then the close one actually was probably the, the the most surprising, safest pick that we all thought was the Rams money line versus the Colts. Uh, you know, Rams looked pretty good, but that you know, Colts you know made that a close one, but the Rams pulled that out. Uh, so uh, with that plus nine nine four, I believe it was, and a uh, big win for us on the sports bets fun team parlay. Yes, sir, so big hit this week, Mickey. What are you bringing to the table? Well, I'm going back to the Rams well. Uh, we talked about how this is the, probably the game of the week in the NFL on paper. The Rams, underdogs at home, uh, they're only getting one and a half. But, you know, the Buccaneers, they, they played a Cowboys team that is traditionally not that excellent. And, you know, they beat a really bad Atlanta team last week. They're obviously dripping with talent and they're stacked. But, you know, the Rams are, are serious contenders. And they got Aaron Donald on that defensive line and they're playing at home. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a tough one for the Buccaneers, uh, given what they have. So I'm on the Rams, plus one and a half. Is uh, is Tom Brady starting for the Bucks this weekend? I, yeah, I think he still plays. <laughs> uh, B-Locks, what, what do you got? Hey, we're uh, we're sticking with the NFL here, and uh, just uh, we we talked about a moment uh, a moment ago here. Uh, the Las Vegas Ra- Raiders are uh, minus three and a half against the Miami Dolphins. I, I really like that pick. Um, definitely making that not only part of our parlay here, but I'll uh, I'll, I'll be putting uh, multiple units on that one uh, as a standalone game as well. And Scotty. Yeah, gentlemen, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I'm going to Arkansas. I'm going to go. I'm going to play the safe bet here. I'm going to take the points. Arkansas plus five and a half at minus 110 odds. Um, I think that uh, I think Arkansas wins the game, but if they don't, there's I don't I do not see AM beating them by more than a field goal. So I'm going to add Arkansas. That, hey, they've been the hot hand for me, and we're going to stick with them on the parlay. Well, I'm going to add another one. I'm not doing us any favors, but I'm adding UCLA. It's minus three and a half now versus Stanford. They do have to go on the road to Stanford. But I think UCLA bounces back after last week. So that's why I'm liking them. So let me let me plug this in. Oh, boy, this is a big one, John. This Ooh. is plus 1,217. Oh. So I think we're, we, we, got a, we got a taste of what it's like winning last week, winning a big one, and uh, we're – we're looking at this, but uh, looking at some of these, I mean, these are all obviously they're all all there. Wow. So I got I like that Raiders play. They've been they've been playing well. Miami just does not look good. So, mm-hmm. um, excellent. Well, uh, tell you what, um, let's get into our picks of the week, shall we, Mickey? Let's go. It's yes, that sir. time. Oh, Belocks, do you have do you have something to add before we jump in here? No, no, by all means, Mickey. By all, right. all means. You guys know, your listeners know, our picks of the week. We're 40 and 20 this season. $100 better is up over $2,300 listening to these picks. So my recommendation is you tell us, we make money, you make money. Scotty, 
do, do you want to read Charlie's picks this week, or do you want me to read Charlie's picks this week? Yeah, I'm gonna. What do you want? What, how do we want to do this? Uh, I want uh, B Locks to read his picks. B Locks. Oh, I like that. <laughs> option right. option you know C. Option, option a little, little, little C. Triple All right. Option action going here. Scotty Cullen, the audible. All right, my man. All right, Charlie's picks of the weeks. Uh, Charlie for this week has got Arizona State minus fourteen versus the Colorado Buffaloes. All right, second pick that C uh, Cash has got this week is Louisiana Tech. They are giving up. 10 and a half points against ULM. Third pick for Charlie Cash, BYU minus 23 versus USF. God, man, you guys, and you know, C Cash is on fire. If this man's giving us these picks, and he he's solid about these, he texts me like, these are good picks. Hey, I'm all in on these three too, man. I'm telling my boy. Tail C Cash. Absolutely, <laughs> tail. <laughs> So, Scotty, it's time for you to make your picks. And speaking of cash, we know when you're making picks, they're turning into green, too, because they're winners. Go with your gut and tell us what you got. Yes, sir. Good. Let's get it, guys. Man, I have two picks this week. It's, it's, it's seriously probably the highest level of confidence of picks I've had this year, guys. I'm going 3-0. and It's time to make up some ground. I'm going to move up the charts this week. You ready? First pick of the week, guys. It's a mega play. I'm going to put some big-time money on this. Clemson minus 9.5 against NC State. Listen, Clemson's always good for that one game where they don't show up. Well, that's already happened this year. That was against Georgia Tech last week. Lightning delay. Clemson did not look good. But listen, this is the week they rebound. They are loaded with talent, guys. Don't forget, this is a five-star roster on both sides of the ball, okay? They're going to show up this week. Listen, they're, they're going to beat NC State. They're going to beat them by four touchdowns. Watch it happen. They are going to roll into state. Clemson minus nine and a half. North Carolina, guys, I was high on them at the beginning of the year. They're starting to look like they're hitting their stride a little bit. The team that I thought that was going to show up to play, you know, this one, now they're showing up to play. They're getting things in order with the new backfield and things in place. So I'm taking, I'm taking North Carolina minus 12 versus Georgia Tech. Those two plays right there, guys, are locks. My third pick, I've got a high level of confidence in this too. It's a two-unit play for me as well, but and we talked about it earlier. I'm taking West Virginia in the points plus 17 versus Oklahoma. I just don't think Oklahoma's that good, guys. I think they're overrated, and I think West Virginia's going to hang around. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised next week if we're talking about the fact that West Virginia beat Oklahoma. So 17 points, three scores is too much. I'm taking West Virginia plus 17 over Oklahoma. Ooh, I love those picks, Scotty. B-Lock. Where is your action? Oh, I like these picks this week too, boys. And I tell you what, hey, Scotty, Scotty, uh, with with Andre Ware, uh, you called that upset there in that Virginia game earlier, man. I love that. I love that. What is that? Uh, what's the money line on that? It's got to be like plus five twenty-five or something. That's gonna be huge, baby. So we'll see how that works out. But hey. My, my locks for the week here, we're starting out with the uh, the Maryland Terrapins here playing Kent State from the MAC here. Over-under on this one is 70, boys, and I am taking the under on this. I tell you what, uh, Maryland uh, this year and any of the opponents that they've played, they, they have never achieved anywhere near 70 points. Kent State, once they hit over 70, uh, but, but again, that was against a, a, a team that, uh, again, was, was far beneath them here. So... I'm, uh, I'm taking the under on Maryland versus Kent State, and the under's at 70 at this point. Second game that I'm taking a look at is that Nebraska-Michigan State game. Uh, we talked about that a lot this week. Two Big Ten teams, two strong defenses here. Again, trying to figure out exactly how good Michigan State is, how good Nebraska is. I'm, I'm saying both defenses here are going to show up and show up big. Under 52, Nebraska versus Michigan State. And my two-unit lock pick is going to be on Sunday. This is an NFL pick, and it is, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers giving up three and a half points versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Game's in Pittsburgh here. And I tell you what, boys, the Bengals have not won in Pittsburgh since 2015. All right. Uh, Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals, is 1-15-1 and and in away games since he took over in 2019. 
I think Big Ben is going to play in this game. He said he's going to play in this game. Uh, I watched that game, the, you know, the Bengals against the Bears last week. Joe Burrow struggled a lot with that Bears defense, and that Pittsburgh defense is pretty strong as well, especially playing at home. So I'm looking at this one as a two-unit lock. Steelers over the Bengals. Ooh, get those terrible towels out. Natty Money, what you got this week? Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I've got Wyoming versus UConn under 55 and a half. Uh, UConn's abysmal. Uh, Wyoming's not great. They're gonna they're gonna put up a lot of points on UConn, but uh, I don't think they hit. They get the 55 and a half. I think the foot comes off the gas at some point. So I'm liking that. Tennessee, Florida. Talked about this earlier. I like the under in this game. Under 63 and a half. And you're seeing a trend with this. Um, so I'm taking uh, taking the under Tennessee, Florida under 63 and a half. I think Florida's going to come out a little flat after all the energy from last week being a rivalry game for Tennessee. I think Tennessee's going to be up and ready to play this. Uh, I do think Florida wins and, and wins comfortably in this, but uh, I just I think it starts a little slower, and I don't know if as as much points get scored. And then one of I got a two unit play. This is arguably probably my most confident pick that I've had in a long time. I'm calling it a lock. Ooh. And I was touching on the Ohio State Akron game. I, and in the teaser, I've got teased up the, the up the total points. I have the under. Well, I'm taking the under, but what I'm taking the under on is Ohio State's total points, which is a whopping 58 and a half points. The reason I love this so much is, look, this line came out and uh, it's come down a couple points, but then uh, the, the announcement uh, uh, today or yesterday that C.J. Stroud, Ohio State's starting quarterback, is not going to play. They're going to play their, their backup quarterbacks. Um, this just makes me think they've been splitting reps, right, in practice. I just don't know if the offense, the offense has a lot of talent. The offense is going to score a lot of points. I think they're going to lean on their run a little bit more. I think that's going to keep that clock running. And I do think they score a lot of points, but I just don't know if they're going to score at the clip that uh, will put them over 58 and a half. I mean, they'll need to score nine touchdowns to get to 63. So on the other side of the ball, I do think their defense is going to be a little bit better. But I do think Akron's going to be able to move the ball a little bit chew up some clock and again I'm taking the under Ohio State total points so we could take away Akron's score they might put up 14 17 21 points but let's take that out of there this is all about how many points does Ohio State put up with a backup quarterback and uh, I bet they hit the 40s they might even hit the 50s but I think 58 and a half is gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough Auburn put up 60 against um, Akron week one but Bo Nix played like a near-perfect game. Akron went for it on fourth down twice in their own end of the field, giving giving Auburn uh, short fields. And uh, if you look at Auburn's stats, I mean, they just they played lights out. I don't think Ohio State's quarterbacks are going to play lights out. So that's why my lock, and I, I rarely say this, my lock, two-unit lock, is Ohio State total points under 50 and a half. Nice, bro. Love, Love those, those picks, fellas. Love those picks. Love those picks. Gents, well, it's time for me to make my picks. As you know, I'm in first place in our picks pool, the Pump Nice 9-3 record, having won 24.36 units. To date, I'm going to keep this momentum going. Another fun fact, the Steak Dinner Boom Lock of the Week is 3-0 this year. We're going to look to take that to 4-0 as well. We're going first. We're kicking off in South Kakalaki, the Kentucky Wildcats, the South Carolina Gamecocks, UK, favored by four and a half, and that total's come in at 48 and a half. I don't think Carolina's gonna be 100% following a physical game last week versus Georgia. Early returns on Kentucky are solid, but I'll come back to this trend. From the last eight, UK is seven and one against the spread against South Carolina. I'm laying the points with Kentucky, minus four and a half. Talking about a little action. My second pick, Muncie, Indiana. You might know where this is going. Rockets visiting Ball So Hard U, AKA the Ball State Cardinals. Toledo giving five, totals at 56 and a half. Both teams started the season one and two. Toledo has historically struggled in Muncie and they're coming off a terrible loss, a home touchdown favorite against Colorado State. Are they gonna bounce back? Can Ball State find confidence? 
after getting beat handily on the road in the last two weeks at Penn State and Wyoming. I mentioned earlier that this is my upset pick. Ball State's getting its groove back. I'm on the Ball State money line here. It's time for this week's Steak Dinner Boom Lock, and we're heading to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Call the Chop House and make a reservation for two because this is a two-unit play. Rutgers chops its way into town to take on the Wolverines. UN's given 20 and a half, total 50, 50 and a half. Michigan's look great in September, but we've seen this before. Are they gonna sustain? This is a team that's on an active 0-6 against the spread record against Big Ten opponents and is 6-14 against the spread in their past 20 Big Ten games. Rutgers much improved under Greg Schiano. They played with discipline and confidence. This ain't Chris Ash's Rutgers Scarlet Knights. They took Michigan to overtime last year. They're 6-0 against the spread in their last six road games. I'm looking at that 20 and a half line and I'm seeing steak because I'm taking Rutgers and the point. Steak dinner boom lock of the week. Rutgers plus 20 and a half. Two delicious units. Let's go. <laughs> Love it, love it, Mickey. So, hey, a lot of great picks. And again, I mean, just emphasize we're 40 and 20 through these first four weeks. And uh, I'm looking at these picks, and I think we're going to keep this momentum going. We went 13 and 2 that first week, and then uh, three straight nine and six weeks. So, I'm hoping, I feel like we can get the 10 or 11 wins this week. Look at these picks, gentlemen. So, I think it'll be good. Um, so, anyways, that's it. That's a wrap on the show, boys. Uh, we'll be looking forward to them doing this all again next week until then thanks everyone for listening thanks for the folks who follow us on twitter uh if you do not follow us on twitter check us out at sports bets fun uh you can also check out our website at sportsbetsfun.com have fun watching the games uh, between now and next time and we hope you make some money for mickey sanrino scotty be good b locks all our friends from the show charlie cash johnny dogs mad max i'm maddie money thanks for tuning in to sports bets fun 